0: My name is
1: Teresa. Hi, my name's Kay. Welcome to the fourth principle for defeating the power of demons in your life. Number four is resist Satan. The Bible speaks much more about our resisting Satan than it does about binding his power or exercising him. We do this by being prepared for his attacks, being aware of our weaknesses, arming ourselves, which is found in Ephesians 6. And remembering that victory... Over his influence and in our lives as possible, it is fascinating that both the angels in heaven and the demons on earth and under the earth recognize the authority of Christ. the only part of creation that has not yet submitted to the rule of Christ is human beings, according to Philippians two one day they too will be brought under the rule of christ james four seven So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you.
0: Yes, Christians can be demonized or influenced by demons. We can be tormented by demons just like the man in Luke 8. Any area of our lives that is not under God's control can be subject to Satan's control We don't have to wait until God finally casts Satan and his angels into the lake of fire to experience victory over the evil one. We can resist him and his influence now. You can find that scripture in 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Kay, I don't know about you, but I just find a lot of comfort in knowing that we have power, God's power over the enemy. And that is just huge to me. And as far as resisting Satan in our everyday lives, I think I want to talk about criticism today, Kay. You know how we criticize people instead of helping them and building them up.
1: What is your outlook on criticism? Well, encourage and don't criticize. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11, we are encouraged to therefore encourage and admonish, exhort one another and edify, strengthen and build up one another. And I believe that we can improve our relationships by leaps and bounds if we become encouragers instead of critics. It is the greater person who does the right thing. Christ's righteousness dwells in you and me, Teresa, to help us to do what is right. We are great in God's eyes when we choose to do the right thing and bless others. No matter how rough your day has been today, speak words that uplift and encourage those around you. Encourage others if you notice them doing a good job. And not just those that you work with, but people wherever you go. Store clerks, auto mechanics, waiters, waitresses. Telling them we appreciate the effort they're making to do a job well. You can change your life and someone else's by choosing to speak positive words, and I believe that. Just by saying something encouraging instead of criticizing, whether it could be, my fries are cold, or you're not supposed to do it that way. We defeat with our mouths the things that can come from our mouths to other people. We know how it feels ourselves.
0: It is amazing how damaging the tongue is. It can cut through a person like a knife, you can destroy somebody. I mean, you see on t v where kids take their own lives because of being bullied. The tongue, the mouth we do need to uplift people, and we don't need to criticize when somebody tells you a story and they're exciting well what why did you do? Why didn't you do it this way? You did that, really? Just listen to their story. You don't need to give any feedback whatsoever, none. It's their story, not your story. They don't want to hear how you would have done it. Just smile and be
1: there for them. I think that many times we're not really listening to what the other person is saying. We're thinking about what our reaction is going to be in the conversation and not really putting ourselves in the middle of what their conversation to us is about
0: that's true as i get older if somebody says teresa i am having problems in this area and i need you to pray for me i don't want to lecture from that person i just want them to say you know what i understand and i'm going to pray for you we need to quit giving our two cents. We truly do. We need to be there for that person. Listen to them. You're right, Kay. Instead of thinking about what our reaction's going to be, they don't need a reaction. I'm with you, dear sister. Yes, I will pray for you. That's all we need to do. It's, we just don't need to criticize. We need to stop criticism and just build each other up. And you know what? You're right. You go to a store, a cashier, you can tell she's having a rough day. Oh, your nail polish is beautiful. It looks so good on you. I love your hair. You go out to a restaurant and everybody's running the waitress every which way but lose. She has to make 20 trips to the table instead of everybody telling her what they want in one trip. And then leaving a dollar tip on top of that. We have to... Be patient and encourage people.
1: God speaks about that a lot in his word. I think God tells us, Teresa, if we're to say something or not to say something, and it has to be done with love, not in a way of criticizing. Or judging. Or judging.
0: Or because our way is not always right. We might think it is, but it's not. There's a billion, trillion people in the world, and that's what makes the world go around. It's because everybody's different. Everybody has a certain way that they do things. Just because you do it one way doesn't mean that's the way it should be done. And we each have different gifts and we each use different parts of our brain. We just do things differently and you just need to look at it. Oh, that's a different perspective. I never looked at it that way. I'm going to look at it that way. Just open your mind as and be let it be a learning experience instead of, I've been so bad at that throughout my life, thinking that I needed to give my two cents or you should do it this way, or you should do it that way. And forgive me, God, I have done that so many times, but I do appreciate you bringing that to my mind and just encouraging me to listen to people. They just want us to listen and care. If they want our opinion, if they say, Hey, Teresa, what would you do? Then give it. If they don't say, Hey, Teresa, what would you do? Shut up <laughs> and listen. That's all you need to do, right, KK? That's
1: right. Yes. Um, in Isaiah, it talks about how our understanding is not God's understanding and our thoughts are not God's thoughts. We need to remember that. I pray for friends or family or encounters that I have with people because I don't always know what the right thing to do is, but I know that God does know what the right thing to do is. Not what I might spew from my tongue to a person. His word tells us our our tongue is like a two-edged sword, you know, good and bad.
0: It destroys relationships. It literally destroys relationships we have to be so careful what comes out of our mouths we really do and we might have already destroyed relationships and all we can do is pray and ask for forgiveness the hard lessons to learn and sometimes we learn the hard way
1: unfortunately i think that god can help us be mindful about those things that praying to him being in his word the answers. Is- are there in the Word of God, and I know that I'm guilty at times for not being in the Word enough, Teresa, to know how to react, to know not to criticize, right? To know to remember, maybe remember as reminders to us, His Word is
0: right. That's how just one of those ways that Satan gets into everybody's life, and he destroys their relationships, their families, their marriages is by criticizing the tongue. It is deadly. It can be deadly. It can just ruin a whole family. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for joining us. And remember, resist Satan.